Ah, good evening, traveler. And welcome to the Penumbra. Take your seat, please. Take your seat. The junction lies just ahead, traveler. If you'll allow me just a moment. <laughs> well, next stop, Hyperion City. A career of ending cases has made Detective Steele very aware of what a closing should feel like, and this case should be a closing. With the mayor cornered and the clues gathered, the mystery that has dogged Detective Steele for months should be in its final act. But the end of any story is only the beginning of another, and, for that matter, the prologue, epilogue, and table of contents for a dozen more, some of which run deeper and deadlier than Detective Steele is prepared for. Our next stop... Juno Steel in the Promised Land. It was 200 years ago when the day came that Aaron Marshall Dark decided the world just wasn't worth saving anymore. Can't blame her, really. Dark had seen the worst humanity has to offer. A squabble on some other planet turned into a galaxy-spanning barroom brawl. The beginning of the war that would be humanity's self-destructive story for the next two centuries. And if you ask most people at the time, they'd probably tell you it was the beginning of the end, too. Faced with that, the creeping panic that everything's about to end, or worse, like we've all just proved that everything should end, Dark came to the only conclusion left. The world just wasn't worth saving anymore. So she decided to go make one that was worth saving. You're probably wondering how I know all that. But when you're at my level, beating back ancient aliens and political assassinations, uncovering centuries-old conspiracies is just part of the job. Hell, maybe you've heard of me. My name is Juno Steele. I'm a private eye. Private eye. Yeah, I get it. I am too. Not exactly impressed. Not impressed? I uncovered conspiracy 200 years dead, and you're not impressed. I never heard of it. Of course you've never heard of it. That's called a hook, Alessandra. First you start off with something big and eye-catching to get people in the door and All then... right, fine. It was real pretty steel. You're a poet and an inspiration or whatever. But you didn't answer my question. How did you know I needed all that money? Oh, sure. So you want to talk about your apartment? My apartment? How did you then know? Then we can get back to Aaron Marshall Dark and the Free Dome later. Let's talk about your apartment. Bottom line, you need money because you want to buy your apartment and you need it now because your landowner's selling it out from under you at the end of the month. And I know that because you're not alone. Fact of the matter is, people have been getting kicked out of their apartments in Hyperion City for months. Maybe even as far back as the last time you and I worked together. The letter you got from the company that owns your place looks a lot like a letter a lot of people have been getting, from places named things like Babbling Brook Realty. A couple of cops I was working with the other day were both getting calls from Clear Skies Real Estate. Your boogeymen are from Crystal Falls Housing. And I'll admit, that part Rita got for me. So this is all connected somehow? I can't get any specific paper trail, but real estate isn't the only thing getting bought and sold in the city. So are real estate owners. Within the past year, all of those corps I just mentioned have all been bought by the same conglomerate. And you think Mayor Pereira's behind it? I do. Proof? Oh, cool, you got some? Maybe in that big backpack of yours? That'd be great. Steal! I don't have any, Alessandra. If I did, we wouldn't be down here. I don't know exactly how all this connects. I just know that it does. Because just over a month ago, Pilot's Piranha Face right-hand crony was working for Babbling Brook Realty, trying to make their end of these evictions go off without a hitch. That connects Babbling Brook to Pilot. And just a few days ago, she helped Pilot rob the Museum of Colonized History to get a map leading down here, which means all of this is connected. Somehow. 
And also, the closer we've gotten to this little adventure in the subway, the faster the selling's been happening. Old Town's getting hit the hardest, but so are the Boiler and Satan's Diner. In poor neighborhoods, the evictions are spreading out in clusters. And now we're after Pereira, and where do they go? Underneath Old Town. See? There's definitely a connection in there somewhere. We've just got to find out what it is. Okay. I think I'm following along. The mayor is trying to kick me out of my apartment. Why not? Everything else is going wrong. Why the hell not? But that's... I don't know. Normal mayor stuff? Barely a politician goes through town hall without trying some sort of con, and compared to the last few, real estate's pretty tame, honestly. What the hell's that got to do with the old subway system? Well, I was going to tell you, but then you interrupted me. That story about... What's-her-name from 200 years ago? What's-her-name was what's-her-named Erin Marshall Dark, and I told you she was the first Freedomer. You keep saying that. Freedomer? Why does that sound familiar? Oh, no. You're kidding me. Steal? Could you do me a favor and just unremember that for a second? I was really hoping I'd have time to make it sound convincing. The Freedome? Really? You dragged me down into the subway because you want to look for Martian Atlantis? No. Good, because... I dragged you down here because Pilot is looking for Martian Atlantis. Also, I always thought of it more like an Eldorado or a floating city of Jupiter's eye kind of thing. Yeah, neither of which exist. I like knowing what I'm getting myself into, Juno, and you just told me I have to prep for a fairy tale. A lost city. Look, what do you care? If Pilot's wrong, then hey, this is a short case after all. They take their Freedomer Codex that I guess just exists for no reason, head to a dead end somewhere down here, we nab them and we're done. That's not the problem. I don't care what Pilot thinks. I care what you think. I haven't said anything about what I... No, but it's all over your face. Listen, Juno, if I'm edgy, it's because that's the only way I've figured out how to survive, okay? You figure out what you're getting into, and you prepare for it. And all these tall tales or whatever, they just distract you from seeing what you actually have to prep for. So you ignored the evidence all around you instead. Nice. What evidence? We haven't seen anything except abandoned stations and busted up old subway cars. There is nothing down here. What the hell? There's nothing down here. Please, turn back. There's nothing for you here. Go away. Please, turn back. Turn back. So that's basically confirmation, right? Fine. Tell your stupid story. But I'm not convinced yet. Okay. So, Erin Marshall Dark. She was an engineer drafted into working on solar military weaponry back in the start of the war. And back then, that was bad news. It was a free-for-all, kill-where-the-tech-takes-you kind of thing. And working on the sort of weapons they had back then tended to loosen people's screws a little. A lot, actually. And Dark was feeling it. All that pressure, all that panic, it just made her want to run away. Find some place where she didn't have to kill anymore. Find some place she could really be free. Just one problem. That place didn't exist. So she built it. The Freedom. Right. I get it. She didn't just build it, Alessandra. Where the hell would she? Mars only has a couple cities and a few desert outposts because the radiation will bake you like a potato if you stay out there for more than a few hours. And domes can't be built just anywhere. So if you want a new city, you've got to figure out how to build a place to build it. You have to invent a better dome. 
Which is impossible. Dark did it. She stole the tech from the military. Oh, give me a break. Escaped into the old subway system and built the freedom. There was an investigation, Alessandra. It was in the papers 200 years ago. They never found her. You were a cop, Steele. You're telling me you've never been sent on a wild goose chase before? I mean, yeah, but... Okay, so someone named... Aaron Marshall Dark committed some crazy, unlikely crime and then ran away. Of course it turned into a whole urban legend thing. It's exciting, and it sounds impossible, so why not throw in a few more impossible things for good measure? But this is just a story, Juno. You can't just make a new dome anywhere. If you could, Mars wouldn't be 90% desert. The conditions have got to be perfect or something. Yeah, well, I bet whoever invented neon got told that a lot, too. You can't have light when it's dark outside. Yeah, well, look at this. They figured out light before neon. What I'm saying is it's not impossible, all right? If that tech really is down here and we stop Pilot from getting it, it would be huge. Losing your home would never be a problem again. There'd be so much open space you could live anywhere. Again, really nice story. We'll be great if that's all true. But I've got stuff to do that doesn't include dying. So I'll help you nab the mare, which is all you're paying me to do. But I'm not going to go on some underground treasure hunt without prepping ahead of time just because you got attached to an adventure story. <laughs> you, you, you have stuff to do? What the hell kind of stuff is more important than keeping people in their homes? I'm engaged, Juno. Oh. Got engaged in... seven months, huh? That's... fast. We were in the solar military together years ago. I thought she was dead, but the paperwork finally went through, and a bunch of POWs just got released from the former Outer Rim. She was one of them, and she found me. Seems kind of rude to die after all that. Cool. Cool. Is she... uh... nice? Not really. Oh. She's smart, though. And tough. And ambitious. And funny. I like funny, as it turns out. I like pretty, too. That's great. Wow, that's, uh, really great. So you got your happy ending, then? Except for the whole about-to-be-homeless thing. I feel pretty good about it, yeah. But my point is it's not an ending. More of a happy middle. (laughs) Happy middle. (laughs) That wasn't a joke. Yeah, it was. Nobody tells stories about happy middles. Well, not unless they're about to end horribly, anyway. You know, this is exactly what's wrong with the way you think, Juno. Just one thing? It's always heroic sacrifices and blazes of glory with you. Taking that stupid pill, this case in the subway, your big woe-is-me speech when you and I- I can't believe we're having this conversation. The reason there are any stories about happy lives that stay happy is because they're boring. As stories, yes. But damn it, life isn't just some story, okay? Death and suffering are not impressive. Dying's easy. You've only got to do it once. You can never stop surviving. You've got to get up and do it all day, every day. That's what's hard. Hard doesn't mean the same thing as worthwhile. Running on a treadmill is hard, but at the end you still haven't gotten anywhere. Just... Let's drop it, okay? I didn't want to talk about this with you anyway. God, I forgot how depressing you are. At least we agree on something. Hang on, stop, stop. What, do you want to look for Fantasyland or not? The Thay has been tracking Pilot in the Piranha's footsteps, but here they just... end. So your cyber-eye is busted too. Great. I don't think so. Last case I was on where footsteps just stopped like this, there was... Bingo. Still think it's just a story? Yeah. Testing, testing. 
This thing on? Who the hell is that? Where are my goddamn headphones? Test. That's better. <clears throat> Listen, I probably only have a few seconds before her recording cuts in. The old lady might have had her head in the clouds, but she could write a hell of a security protocol. I can't delete a second of her audio. Oh, God damn it! it's about to start. Okay, d- don't listen to a word she tells you. It's all outdated. Seekers of the Free Dome. Those of you who believe a better life can be made out there, away from the greed, the war, the disease, my new neighbors, welcome. Just ignore her and go through the stupid tube. That's all she's going to say at the end of the spiel anyway. Marshall out. I am Erin Marshall Dark, and I am the founder of your new home, the Free Dome. Please, come through the passage and join us. Everyone is welcome. Together, we can make a paradise on Mars. I know we can. We'll be waiting for you, neighbors. Alessandra? No thanks. I think you can go first. Don't mind if I do. You see anything up there, Steel? About to find out. Command received. Commencing full environment scan and database research. Electromagnetic sequencing shows machinery within the walls, recently active. Heat signatures appear to resemble those of password pads most commonly in use circa 172 years ago. They have been deactivated. Oh, that was a hell of an update. Barely need to do any of the detecting on my own anymore. What was that? I can't hear you. The tunnel will end in 20 feet. An entry button has been detected. Please be advised that the material appears to be of a different composition than the doors we've passed. Thank you, Thea. You are welcome. Now he's having conversations with himself. You can't have one normal case, can you, Strong? It's always super drug gang wars this and doomsday cults that. I'm hitting it. Get ready. So look, my old lady probably just blew you some smoke about the freedom being for everyone or whatever. She had a lot of big ideas like that. That's why she never got nearly as much done as she said she was going to. But look it, I spent a whole childhood watching her mess our freedom up, and I'm not gonna let it happen again. I'm Marshall Aaron Dark. Her kid. Boom! There's a twist. You think you're gonna get good cop, and there's realist cop here to make you earn your keep. But hey, you heard that? Not bad cop, I'm realist cop. Also, not a cop. This is a metaphor. But I'm gonna drop the flowery language for a second and get real with you. Because that's what realist cop does. Gets real. Because Ma might have had all that crap about everyone being her neighbor or whatever, but guess what? She's dead. Marshall only takes the best, the brightest, the most loyal. So if you want in on paradise, you better be able to prove you can help make it paradise. I've got a full slate of tests lined up for you, and if you can pass them, welcome to Utopia. If not, welcome to Fertilizer. All right, go ahead. Press the button. Come on in. What are you waiting for? Press it. Steel. He said press it. Hang on. Please tell me you're having second thoughts. It implies some first thoughts that until right now, I wasn't convinced existed. It's just a hunch, but... The recording didn't cut. Wait a second. Ha ha! See? That's test one. 
test of patience. You press that button, boom, shrapnel, pieces. But you listen to me, and you listen to my codex. Nice, nice. Now, is that true, that I was gonna go kaboom ya? You don't know, but you sure as hell aren't about to test it, are ya? Call that test too, the trust test. Bam, I'm knocking these out. Eat it, Aaron. She's got another message for you in the next room. Just ignore her, hit the button by the tracks, and wait for the pod. Might take a while, because, you know, she built it. Marshall out. Now do you believe... Just press the button and let's go. If you say so. Oh. Huh. That's not great. What? What is it? For an abandoned subway, this place makes a whole lot of noise, don't it? That's worse. You might as well check on it. The pod isn't here yet. Me? How come I- Do I I look like the spooky noise-checking type? You beg to come along. Show a little gratitude. Damn it. Steel, get us out of here. I'm trying, but the door didn't open all the way. Besides, this is... I just want to check this out by myself for a minute. I've been waiting for this for a long, long time, buddy. You can respect that. Bye now. Fine. Can you close it then? It's a smooth piece of metal, Alessandra. What do you want me to grab it with my teeth? Just stop whining and move aside. Damn place is falling apart. The hell was that? Move, Steel. Behind the support column. Go. Anybody out there? If you don't come out quiet, I'm gonna make you and every one of your fingers I don't bite off regret it, see? I'm Marshall Aaron Dark. Boom! Boom! Son of a... You know, we're keepers of some kind of ancient super technology. The free donors couldn't build a bunker worth a damn. Now this door's broken, too. Well, fix it. It's giving me a headache. Yes, your highness. Hey, shut up, you... you want some more of that, you'll stay quiet, creep. The man you're threatening is about a hundred years dead, pal. You haven't lost it on me, have you? <sighs> Could have sworn I heard something. Hearing things, huh? When we get back, I'll take you out to a nice padded cell I know. My treat. <laughs> <sighs> Just you wait, Pereira. This ain't the only mouth my boot's gonna close. Pose yours so hard it falls off its hinges, see? That was close. <clears throat> that was pretty slick, Strong. Glad I brought you with me. Yeah, well, you should be. Wanna see if we can get a closer look? Fine. You lead the way this time. I was planning on it. The columns on the pillars said Old Town Station. I didn't even know Old Town had a station. 
The room we were in was all faded paint and old posters, advertising movies I'd never heard of with actors centuries dead wearing fashions I'd never seen before. A world long gone. This place was so old it must have already been ancient history when Aaron Dark set the Freedomers up in here. We climbed to a second floor landing to get an angle on Pilot and the Piranha, standing over by the tracks. Pilot was sizing up the place like they were thinking about moving in. The piranha was tapping her fingers on the desk, looking like she still had something in her serrated craw about all that noise. What the hell is taking so long? You sure that stupid pod is coming? Give it time. Wine improves with age. Engines, not so much. A lot of space in this subway. I wonder why I never built anything down here. Some housing or something. People lose their marbles if they live under Martian ground too long. Radiation burns, brain swell. Probably cost more to tear all this down than you'd ever make on it anyway. Yeah, well, on to bigger and better things or whatever. (coughs) 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 Where the hell is it? Damn dust's got my asthma. Well, look at that. Settle up, pal, because I think our ride is just about here. busted just like everything else. The journey to the Free Dome takes some time, and so for your safety, these doors will not open until all initiates within the station stand before the pod. Steel? I've got a bad feeling about this. You and me both. Currently, two. Initiates stand before the door. With the remaining, two. Initiates please step forward. Uh-oh. You're kidding me. Let's just hang on. Why don't we step into my office for a second? Into your what? I can't make out what they're saying. Steal? If I can't see their lips, the Thea can't help. Besides, I don't think we need to hear them to know what they're talking about. Pilot's thinking there are two more people in here, only reason they'd have to keep their voices down. Damn. 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 All right. We've got to pull the plug on this thing, Steel. What? Why? Because the price for going deeper, as it turns out, is giving up the only edge we have. So, no thanks. Oh, you're scared of them? Alessandra, they're harmless. Harmless? You told me she tried to kill someone by blowing up their cat. Yeah, well, do you see any cats right now? Knock it off. You do not go deeper behind enemy lines unless you have an actual plan. And you don't. You don't even know what's in there. There's a pod. She just said there was a pod. And then what? I know you want to rush in and make this a big hero story or whatever, but guess what? Going out in a blaze of glory still means going out. And that's not on the table with me. Okay. I think this is the plan. We go down there together to scope out the situation. Then we each head around the monitor they're hiding behind and cut off their exits. Stun the two of them, take their weapons, and hightail it out the front door with two sleepy crooks over our shoulders before this place finds another way to break. But can't we just wait and see what happens a little longer? You might be alright with gambling with your lifesteal, but I'm not. I've got someone who needs me. Now let's move. So we split up. 
And I felt bad for Alessandro going off into the dark alone. At least I had backup. Scanning for footprints. Ithea outlined every boot step and heel step our targets had taken. And for a second it was nonsense, just a big golden scribble. But even that could be taken care of. Command received. Organizing footprints based on order of creation. It was like looking at flashing signs, highlighting footprint after footprint, reliving old steps. They started in the dark corner we'd seen Pilot and the piranha duck into, then slid out, separated, and the piranha's big boot prints went straight through an office doorway right beside me. Miracles of modern technology, an eye that solves mysteries for you. She was in there, laying out a trap for us, but with the Thea boosting my reaction time, piranha face didn't stand a chance. I pressed myself up against the door, closed my hand on the knob, and called in the troops. Sight focused. Pulse accelerated. Fast twitch muscle fibers boosted to maximum percent. Action recommended in three, two, one. I threw open the door. For just an instant I saw the piranha, and what followed should have been the flash of my gun. Instead I got a flash of something... else. Monsters! Thought I'd bump into you again sooner or later, P.I. Didn't think you'd be even more of a pushover on round two, though. I'll be taking that gun, see? And just so you don't try anything funny... A stun-blasted hand might not do any lasting damage, but it sure hurts, don't it? Give a nasty burn, leave a little scar... Right around here! Now get up! Next time I shoot you, it won't be on stun. She pulled me up to my feet, and distantly I could feel my hand throbbing, but it was nothing compared to the feeling in my head. Like roots spreading backwards from the thea into my skull and down my spine. Until suddenly I didn't feel it at all. The thea spectrum is now online. And in an instant it was over. The pain was gone, and I was just a beat-up, washed-up hack being dragged out the door by a gangster with my own gun held to my head. Back off! Stay still! Damn it, stay still! Don't you know anything about respect? The mayor tells you to back off, you better back off! Who the hell are you? Where's... Steel? You're kidding me! What? I take my eyes off you for two seconds and you get caught? You'll notice I already decided to let some of the air through one of Dead-Eye Dip's hands here. And unless you want me to punch enough holes in him so you can feel a strong breeze coming from the other side, I'm going to recommend you put the mayor down. All right. About time. She's armed, by the way. You might want to take care of that. Drop the gun and kick it over here, big eyes. Steel, you and I are going to have some words about this later. Take it, Mix Mayor. Not that it was much danger in her hands. She has a gun, and she still goes for the headlock. Hope reliving the glory days of high school wrestling was worth it, lady. Because it's about to kill you and your friend here. What? That fast? Why would you bother taking our guns if you were just going to- You stay quiet, or the next shot tears something more vital than your sleeve. So, buddy? You brought them in. I'll let you pick which one dies first. The piranha's breath was warm and damp as a wound. I heard her run her long, 
long tongue over her teeth, and then, sounding a little disappointed in herself, she said, You know, I hate to admit it, but I'm not sure we kill either of them yet. Well, aren't you full of surprises today? Getting soft? Well, it's like you were saying, see? It's all about that personal benefit. And so long as these two were so hard to come by, well... What do you say we make use of them? Yeah, yeah, keep going. That recording, Dark's kid. He said something about some tests. Might be dangerous. And even if they ain't, this place is crumbling all around us, pilot. The door worked fine. Better than fine, in fact. It found two snakes in the grass that even we didn't. But that tunnel was busted and you know it. No matter how fancy Dark's tech turns out to be, getting to it's already been harder than the Codex made it seem, and I'm guessing it only gets hairier from here. But what if, follow me on this, what if we didn't have to risk a single hair on your pretty head with that danger? After all, we got two right here to disarm the traps for us. Two ways to clear a minefield, after all. Either give an expert two years and a hell of a lot of overtime, or you schedule a relay race on top of it and bring an umbrella. <laughs> Forget the gang, buddy. Keep having ideas like this and I'll find a spot for you in my cabinet. <laughs> good thinking. Very good thinking. Now, come on. Let's get them into the pod. Under her breath. Quiet enough that Pilot couldn't hear it. Quiet enough that even she might not have been able to hear it. The piranha muttered, I'll show you some good thinking, pal. Give me a few days and we'll see how much you like it. Was that for me? Just for her? Was it the underground stir-crazy in all of us? I didn't know. God, this was supposed to be an ending, but everywhere I turned, I felt like there were four more things staring me down that I didn't understand. And just the weight of that, knowing that there were more problems than I could fit in my head, it made me exhausted before it had even begun. Hopeless. If I couldn't understand what the hell was going on, what chance did we have? Steel. I couldn't look at her. I couldn't look at Alessandra Strong, who had every good reason in the world to live and who I'd probably just killed again. Steel. Look at me. So I looked. And she didn't look angry. Not with me, anyway. She just looked tired. But ready for a fight. I need you to remember what I told you earlier. Dying Shut is- Shut up and get in the pod! According to Alessandra Strong, surviving is what's hard because you never get to take a break from it. You never get to stop. No matter how tired you are, how confused, you've just got to keep living. And you've got to have faith that eventually you'll be glad you did. I knew that was true, but knowing you'll want to live and feeling it, those are two different things. Dying is easy. And sometimes when things get bad, when nothing around you makes any sense, death seems like the only option that does. Steal! I said knock it off! And when it gets that bad, you just have to look at the people who rely on you. Who think you're worth something and you have to believe that they can't all be wrong it sounds crazy but people believe in all kinds of crazy things promises and politicians love and lives worth living 
So, you're on your way. <laughs> Don't think I'll go easy on you just because you got this far. The Free Dome is just ahead, neighbors. We are so excited to welcome you home. So, no matter how confusing this was getting, I had to think it would all make sense eventually. Because otherwise, being trapped down here with the mayor and their mobster, hearing generations of sermons and shouting and whatever the hell that was... I'm telling you, go home. I only have a few seconds right now, please. You could lose your mind that way. So instead, believe. Believe in the free dome. In Alessandra Strong. Believe in whatever the hell and whoever the hell. Just do it and then, against your better judgment, survive. Even if it feels like the last thing you want to do. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at a $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one, from actors Joshua Elon, Kat Buckingham, and Simon Moody, and co-creator Sophie King. It makes sense for because, like, she's very much so, like, both survival and also, like, logic. So, like, she's like, oh, oh, I found this person that I really like. Oh, I love this person. Cool. Great. All right. Well, let's keep doing that. <laughs> it's so romantic. It's, it's very romantic. Like, it is, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, okay, cool. So how many times do I have to carry you over the threshold, bef- like, over my shoulders before we're married? Oh. Like, that's kind of how I picture it of, like, like that's, that's like, her. You can also support The Penumbra by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter at The Penumbra Pod, following us on Tumblr at The Penumbra Podcast, telling your friends about us, telling your friends to tell their friends about us, and especially by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. Every rating, comment, and kind word spreads our stories further and inspires us to keep creating more and better tales to come. We would like to give special thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Vron, Charlie Spiegel, Menchowski, Jamie Gunter, and the Princess and the Scrivener for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, Juno Steel in the Promised Land, was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steel, Kat Buckingham as Alessandra Strong, Simon Moody as Mayor Pilot Pereira, and Sophie Kaner as the Piranha. This tale also featured Lauren Shippen of the Bright Sessions as Aaron Marshall d'Arc, Zach Valenti of Wolf 359 as Marshall Aaron d'Arc, and Rich Wentworth of Hadron Gospel Hour as the mysterious voice in the walls. On staff at the Penumbra, Kevin Vibert is our lead writer and recording engineer. Sophie Kaner is our director and sound designer. Graham Turner is our script editor. Noah Symes is our production manager. Alice Chung is our designer and financial manager. Kat Buckingham is our publicity director. Original music by Ryan Vibert. Promotional art by Michaela Buckley. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. I'm afraid this is the end of the line for today, dear traveler. We hope you will ride with the Penumbra again soon.